Paul Stockman, WTVM, Columbus, Georgia. Tate Crowder is a guy that moved to inside linebacker from running back not long after you got there at Georgia. How have you seen him grow in the last couple of years, and what do you expect from him in his senior season? Uh, Tate's definitely gained a lot of confidence in that position. He's learned how to play that linebacker spot from making that transition, which is a hard transition. And he's definitely became a leader for this defense and that team in that room. So I expect him to be a leader for that, that room and play a big part on our defense. One right here on the front row to your right. Looking ahead of your schedule this year, uh, you've got a, a new opponent, Texas A&M. So what's it like, um, or, or what are you, I guess, going to expect out of that game with an, an opponent in the SEC you guys haven't really played before? Uh, you know, it's just another game in the SEC, probably a good hard-nosed game, just like any other opponent we play in the SEC. Back to the right against the wall. JR, uh, talk about Nigel Warrior, D'Angelo Gibbs. Uh, you were, uh, I guess you could say your relationship with them. How often do you talk to them since they're a rival school and, and D'Angelo going up to Tennessee now? You know, we have a really good relationship, me, D'Angelo, and Nigel. You know, we, we're first cousins. We grew up together. We spent, you know, summers together since we were little all the way up to the ages, like 12 and 13. And, you know, we just play really hard, and it's in our blood for each of us to play really hard. Me and D'Angelo trained together since high school and middle school. And, you know, I've seen Nigel become the player that he is today. He's definitely in a great program. And, you know, I wish both of them the best of luck. But definitely go dogs, and we're going to get the win. Right here in Camera Bank. First Rankle, CBS 42 in Birmingham. A lot's been made out of a lot of the guys over the last few years going to the league and having to reload. Have you kind of seen everybody kind of embrace that next man up mentality? And how do you guys get your minds around all the guys going to the league and having to replace so many faces every year? I mean, it's what happens when you're in big programs. You know, that, that's the thing. That's what happens. You're going to lose guys. And uh, people are waiting their turn, and they're ready. And they, it's just all about the opportunity, and they have the opportunity now. So they just got to make plays. Right here in the middle, and then we'll go back. Uh, Patrick Brickman with WBMA in Birmingham. Uh, do you guys, you know, with the way that the last two games against Alabama have finished up and gone, do you guys talk of, about getting another crack at them? Is that something you'd like to, to be able to rectify maybe? I want another crack at the SEC, and I want another crack at the na uh, national championship, man. I don't care who it is or what opponent's there. I just want to crack at that SEC championship and that national championship. JR, Coach um, Kirby right here. Oh. Coach Schmar Coach and um, Jake, they all mentioned the do more mentality that you guys yeah. have had in this offseason. What does that mean to you and the defense? It just means, you know, you got to look at your film and you got to look at what you did last year. And whatever you did last year wasn't enough. And you got to do more. And you always have to do more each and every day. So you got to outwork yesterday. You got to outwork what you did yesterday and always doing more. So if you think you're doing enough, you got to do more. JR, to your left on the third row. JR, AJ Spur, 90.7, WVOA FM, Tuscaloosa. Uh, the SEC is stacked with uh, loaded quarterback talent. How have you and the Georgia defense um, been getting prepared for the 2019 season? Well, you know, first off, going against one of the best quarterbacks in the game, man, Jake Farm, he prepares us, you know, day in and day out, even in seven on seven or just talking to him. He's just so smart. And so that's one of the things that helps us. And then also extra film study, you know, we've been in the film a lot more. And that's one of the things I would decided to do more about is just watching more film and being more of a student of the game. To your right. 
Hey, Jar. Michael Brown, Center Down South. So Jake Fromm was in here earlier, and he's talking about his leadership, and you know he's not spending so much time on the lake, getting in trouble, and all this. And there's no challenge for him at quarterback competition this offseason in Georgia. So how have you seen him matured heading into his junior season, where it seems like it's his offense? Well, he's definitely became a lot more vocal, and from a maturity standpoint, he's became a lot more vocal. But just from a personal standpoint, you see Jake have a lot more confidence in himself and in his game. You know, he's a junior now, so I think he's more comfortable in his skin. And he's definitely a lot, like I said, he's a lot vocal, and he, he's able to just step out and call guys out and be that vocal leader and lead by example. Brandon Adams from Dog Nation. You obviously play on a really talented defense, and yet during the spring, it seems like there may still be a big opportunity for freshmen like Kobe Dean at linebacker, Nolan Smith at outside linebacker, to still be a big part of your story. How much do you expect from these true freshmen on what is an otherwise somewhat experienced and talented defense? You know, I expect whoever is going to make, you know, the plays and whoever's the best going to step up because, you know, we don't, we not only have those freshmen, but we have guys that have been waiting their turns, guys that were freshmen last year, like the Quay Walkers, you know, you got uh, Walter Grant, you got guys like that that have been waiting their turns that it seem like we sometimes look over and the media looks over those guys, but those guys have been working really hard and guys that have been there for a year or two years have been working hard and we're really deep in every position on defense and offense, and I think that brings the best competition out of everybody, and I think the best player is going to definitely step up and play. Right here on to your left. New defensive coordinator this year. We don't expect much to change. How much do you expect to change, and what will be some of the biggest hurdles to overcome? Is it just the mechanics of getting a play call in, looking at a different person, or what will be different this year? You know, you you run through those mechanics in the spring. You know, we already we already worked those kinks out. But definitely, one of the new things that we're going to have with Coach Land and Coach Schumann is they're just younger, and they have a, they bring a lot more energy. And we're definitely focusing on our havoc rate, which you know is our TFLs, our sacks, our PBUs, our forced fumbles, and our interceptions. And that's one of the things that we lacked last year, and that's one of the things that we want to improve on this year. To your left, third row. Earlier today, Coach Smart uh, spoke on what the Georgia team overall has learned um, after losing to Alabama, both in the national championship and the, in the SEC championship. I wanted to know specifically, what has the defense learned in those past two uh, losses against Alabama, and what will they do in 2019 based off those uh, lessons? You know, one of the things I'll say we learned is, you know, if they don't score, they don't win. So no matter what happens, no matter what the circumstances is, it's our job to go out there and stop them. You know, no matter what, what is going on around us, our job is to play defense. Our job is not to let them in the end zone. Okay, back down front. You mentioned the Havoc plays. I want to talk about another area of the defense, if you don't mind. Statistically speaking, you guys were not great a year ago at stopping the run outside the top 30 and rushing yards allowed. Is that a specific focus during the offseason? And if so, how are you guys working on improving in that area? Well, one of the reasons why we weren't great were just missed tackles and missed opportunities. And if we can just make those tackles in the backfield or just make those first impact contact tackles, not just bring the guy down, but wrapping them up and waiting until guys get there to help, it'll definitely help out the team. To your right. With uh, D'Angelo getting some looks uh, at Tennessee on the offensive side of the ball at wide receiver, uh, do, you, do you think you may get a go against him this year? Do you think he'll even get cleared to play? You know, I hopefully he gets cleared to play, and if I get to go against him, you know, I'll definitely win that matchup every time. Okay, down here to your left. AP Stedham, WHEP, AM and FM, Foley, Alabama. I don't know if this question was asked. I just dropped in, but 
What's the challenges guarding those Alabama receivers, and was one much better than the other? Uh, they're all different. You know, they, they're all very fast, so that's one thing they have in common is very fast, and they're great route runners. Up on the camera bank. JR, you prepared against a Jim Chaney offense last season with him being on the other side of Georgia. Now that he's at Tennessee, how will that prepare you to play Tennessee this year? You know, Coach Chaney knows what we like to do. He knows me pretty well because I've been on scout team for him before. And I'm just excited to play against him in his offense. It's going to be pretty difficult just because of his knowledge. And he's always been a great offensive coordinator. Right here in the middle. JR, can you think of something surprising or something about Kirby Smart that we don't know about? Uh, Kirby Smart, you know, he um, – he does like to have fun sometimes, you know, and he, he's a big competitor. I mean, everyone knows that, but he, he cares about the little things, you know, and some coaches don't look at a lot of uh, scout team film and they don't, they say they do, but they don't. And I gave a story earlier about how coach smart, you know, was watching scout team film when I was on scout team and he called me out fraud and everybody. And he said, this matters. You need to pick it up on scout team. And so seeing that just, you know, showed me he, he watches every little detail and he watches everything and he means what he says. Down here in front. You've been in Athens now forever, even though you transferred in. Do you feel like the old guy on the team? And there, are there moments where you realize that some of these guys are a lot younger than I am? Yeah, most definitely. I definitely feel like the old guy on the team. I mean, even when I came in, I was the old guy on the team. So I just, you know, take a big brother role as far as the defensive back room. I'm definitely one of the oldest in that room and one of the oldest on the defense. And so, you know, it, it is what it is. And, you know, I have to always remind myself, these are my teammates. I got to go out there and hang out with them sometimes, even though I might not like it. But, you know, I love being with those guys. They keep me fun and light. And, you know, they, they, they like to have fun. Okay. You mentioned some goals. Are those new merit goals that you might share with you know, we want to we want to um, be better in the red area. That's one, you know, that's one spot where we weren't good at. We want to be better on third down on offense and defense. And offense and defense wouldn't be better in the red area. You know, defensive wise, we want to hit our havoc rate. You know, and I think we're going to hit those goals this year with these coaches. And you know, we we, we set these goals and we're going to hit them.